You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delanie Williams and I'm joined today by Sarah McLean. Hey Sarah. Hey Delanie, how's it going? It's going great and you? Doing well, yeah. I'm excited to dig into this last session for Unit 12. Yeah, you know, you have been with us for all our sessions in Unit 12, and we have talked about God's mercy. This is the last session, Session 4, of the unit, which is Unit 12. And so, by now, I'm sure our teachers and leaders know and remember that the last session in every unit is what we call a Big Truth Session. In that Big Truth Session, we really unpack our big picture question and answer even more than we do in the previous sessions in the unit. And so that is what we're going to be doing in this session. And it is called God is Good to Give Mercy. We are going to be in actually the New Testament. So we've been in First Kings these previous three weeks, but we're going to jump ahead to the New Testament to Luke 18 for this session. And so Listeners, this is a reminder that with our Big Truth sessions, sometimes they follow chronological order in the Bible, and sometimes we may skip ahead a few books or even to the New Testament while we're in the Old Testament, and then we'll be back in chronological order in the next week. As we talk about this session. Sarah, if you'll go ahead and tell our listeners what that big idea or focus for this session is. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, in Luke 18, we have the story of the Pharisee and the tax collector. And really, we see two very contrasting natures with a Pharisee stood proudly, prayed aloud so everyone could hear him. He was boastful. He thought that, you know, all of his good deeds, so to speak, would make him right before God. But what he failed to remember and what we must also remember is that we cannot earn our way to God. And then we have also the tax collector who stood off to the side. He couldn't even raise his eyes to heaven. He knew that he was a sinful man and he knew that only God could save him from his sin. So we see the pride of the Pharisee and the humility of the tax collector And because of his humility, God had mercy on him. And I think also another just kind of like main focus again is the Christ connection for this session, which tells us that we do not have to be perfect to approach God. The tax collector knew he needed God to forgive him and he cried out to God. And everyone is a sinner who needs God's mercy and forgiveness. Uh, We're reminded that Jesus took the punishment for our sin by dying on the cross and that we can cry out to God like the tax collector and that because of Jesus, God will also have mercy on us. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing that and great reminders for our teachers as we prepare our lessons that what our focus and what the Christ connection is for this session. And so I want to go ahead and transition to the next part of our episode where we talk about some activities that may need a little extra prep time or some additional instructions for our teachers and leaders as you prepare. I'll go ahead and highlight a couple from our preschool resources, starting with our Babies and Toddlers Leader Guide. There is an activity called Learning About Prayer for our babies, and so Teachers, as you're gathering supplies for this, I want to remind you when 
referring to plastic lids, we want to make sure that we're using larger plastic lids and not necessarily something small like the top of a water bottle because something that small could be a choking hazard. Then in our preschool worship, there is an activity called Guide a Prayer. And so I just wanted to highlight this activity just to remind teachers that when we're teaching kids, especially preschoolers, to pray, that's a process. We teach them foundationally, you know, that prayer is talking to God. But I wanted to highlight this activity because I think it is a great opportunity to help guide them beginning to understand the different parts of prayer, praise, petition, confession, and thanksgiving. And so this activity, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for that. And so Sarah, if you will go ahead and share with our listeners about our kids' activities that need some extra prep time or some extra instructions. Sure, absolutely. So for younger kids, in the leader guide, there's an activity called All Tied Up. And in this activity, it's asking teachers to use licorice candies to make knots. However, if you don't have licorice candies or you just might want to avoid, you know, kids eating things or whatever it might be, you could also use long pieces of grass or maybe even really bendable kind of twigs, you know, that you might have on bushes or trees, anything like that, that you can just easily tie up. You know, Sarah, I was just thinking as you were talking about that, I wonder how chenille stems would work. That may be something that teachers have as well. Right. That's an excellent idea. And then for kids worship, there is an activity called pop race. And for this activity, it might be helpful to use paper cups if you have kids who are noise sensitive. So we know that there's some kids out there that loud noises are just not for them. And because of that, you know, you might want to avoid popping these balloons. And so in place of the balloons, we can use paper cups that the kids will stomp on. And that way the noise will not be that loud, but it still has a similar effect for the purpose of the activity. And then for kids midweek, there is a group game called Celebration Bingo. And for this, um, just as a time saver tip, you might want to print out blank grids and have the kids create their own bingo cards by drawing items that remind them of different holidays in the squares. So not only is that a little bit more helpful for the teacher, but it's also something fun. You know, kids like to kind of make up their own and and create it how they would want to have it. And so I think that's kind of a win-win time saver tip there. I love that. That's a great idea. And so Sarah, before we conclude this episode, I want us to make sure to take time to talk about what excites us or stands out to us about this session. Will you go ahead and share your thoughts on this? Absolutely. So, you know, as we're looking and learning about Luke 18 with the Pharisee and the tax collector, we see that both are sinful, right? The tax collector sinned and the Pharisee has sinned, but they have very different responses, to their sin. And this is the same for the kids that we teach. Every kid can be so different when it comes to how sensitive they are to their sin or how aware they are or just their response to their sinning. I have four boys and I will tell you that each boy can be very different in the way that they respond to when they sin against me or when they sin against their brother. Sometimes they're quick to repent and they recognize the wrong that they've done. Other times they can react pridefully because maybe they feel a little bit justified in their sin. You know, well, well, he did this to me, so that's why I did this. And 
And let's be honest, you know, adults, we act this way too. So it's not just kids that have this kind of back and forth response. But I think it's just helpful during this session for maybe teachers to ask kids rhetorical questions as you kind of teach through the lesson that get them thinking about the ways not only that they've sinned against the Lord, but also the appropriate response to this, right? Because we see that the appropriate response is humility. It's not trying to justify our sin. It's not trying to make ourselves look good like the Pharisee did. It's about humbly coming before the Lord and admitting that we are a sinner and then begging God for that mercy in our life through Jesus Christ. And so some questions that, you know, some rhetorical questions that you might be able to ask them is like just something, think about how you might have not have loved your friend this week. You know, maybe you're at school and was there a time that maybe you didn't love your friend very well? Or another question might be, how have you made something more important than God? And just kind of getting them to think about this. This isn't necessarily something they need to answer in front of everyone, but just things for them to think on and ponder about as you're teaching this lesson. And then also just helping them that when we see our sin and realize that it is offensive toward God and others, then we're more inclined to beg God for mercy. If we don't really understand that our sin is that big a deal, then we kind of become like the Pharisee and we look at all the good things that we've done and try to justify ourselves rather than understanding that our sin has completely separated us from God and that it also creates broken relationships and that we need to be forgiven and be shown mercy through Jesus Christ. That's a great word, Sarah, and so many helpful tips in there. And especially as you were talking about, you know, helping the kids personalize it, just even giving them those thought questions. And I think, like you said, about helping them understand what our response needs to be. And I'm real excited to see how God uses this to help boys and girls learn more about His mercy. And so, teachers and leaders, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids and Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.